Hello, hello, hello. I am Rachel Symington, and welcome to the first season of Bleed and Succeed, where ancient wisdoms meet modern business strategies. I am a level one moon mother and the system of female energy awakening by Miranda Gray. And when I was first introduced to this ancient wisdom, it was as if I was being reminded or rather rediscovering this knowledge that had been there the entire time and it unlocked a whole new world for me. When I realized that our periods, which was something that I'd been conditioned to believe was a singular event that stains our underwear and we're supposed to curse under our breath is actually the guidebook to womanhood we've all been subconsciously searching for and actually hold some of our deepest powers. I knew it was a message that I had to spread far and wide. I've centered my entire business around guiding women back to their innate nature. And now I'm excited to have created this podcast for women who are doing big things in this world and are ready to turn strings of blood into strings of income. As a heads up, while the title is Bleed and Succeed, I'm speaking to everyone who identifies as a woman or femme, whether they're currently bleeding, never bled, never had a physical womb, or had theirs removed. I try my best to stay aware and conscious of others' experiences who aren't like me. White, straight, privileged as hell. And the only way I can continue to do that is by educating myself and having conversations with others. So please never hesitate to reach out to do just that if you feel it's appropriate. We are going to be talking about some hella powerful truths over here, diving deep, and having some fun smashing the patriarchy. So without further ado, let's get this party started. In this episode, we're going to be talking about our crone time, that crone archetype, also known as the menstrual phase of our cycle. And the inspiration for the title of this episode and and even the content was two things that happened simultaneously on the same day. And um, one was a client of mine texting me and saying, Rachel, am I sick or am I in crone? And it, I don't know why, but it just sent me laughing because I knew that she was partially joking, but also because this is something we had discussed before. Um, This has been a discussion inside of the Cyclic Goddess community. It's something I've experienced myself where you are convinced that you have to be coming down with something because you feel so it's crappy, but you something is wrong, right? Something is off. And then you'll start bleeding and you're like, oh, okay, that was it. Or even you might still feel so off that you're like, is this just my period or am I getting sick? And um, so it's kind of a really great topic to explore is like what makes us experience that, all of that. Um, and then also... Again, on the same day, I got a question from a friend of mine um, just asking, like, if Crone is supposed to be the old wise woman, why am I so incredibly angry and irritable during this time? So I really wanted to take this episode to explore the shadow sides of Crone, why we may experience that, and um, how to avoid experiencing the shadow signs of anger and irritability and feeling sick and, you know, letting your mind spiral and maybe go into shame and guilt, all of these 
wonderful things that us modern women experience. Um, and I'm really excited to be able to do that from my crone space. So I am on day um, three of bleeding. Um, and I don't think I could have recorded this episode in day, definitely not day one and probably not even in day two. Because as I come into day three, my bleeding is slowing. Um, I have honored that crone time. I have rested. I have rejuvenated. And right now I'm in the middle of feeling that rebirthed feeling. And I'm excited to, now that I have given crone what she needs, to be able to spread some really golden nuggets of wisdom. And um, what, a, what a more perfect place to talk about this content, you know, this topic than from this space. So I'll just set the stage for you. I'm sitting in my bed. Um, my kids are napping. We are, um, obviously still in self-isolation coronavirus time. So we are just enjoying a nice day at home, but it is raining. I'm wrapped in blankets and my shawl. Um, and it is, it's just such, my crone is very, very happy. Had a fire last night, so my, my soul is very full. So if you're listening to this in your crone time, hopefully that sounds so good to you that you make space and time for that in your life. So let's dive into it, shall we? So I want to start off by saying the reason... I laugh so much when my client asks me, am I sick or am I in Crone? Because the amount of times that I've thought my, that myself is comical. Um, you know, even now that I have been reminded of this ancient wisdom, but countless times before that when, you know, I wasn't necessarily keeping track, but it felt like every so often I would hit a wall and it was like my body would just crash hard and my mind was just drowning and I had no energy and I, I had this brain fog and I just something had to be wrong, right? Like I felt really depleted. I needed more water, more rest, more food, more quiet. I couldn't handle noise. I couldn't, I wanted to be alone. I wanted to curl up in my bed under the covers and have no one talk to me. And so I would convince myself, oh, I must be getting sick. And I'm not necessarily proud of this. But even if I knew that was true or not, I knew that something was off. And all I knew was, wow, I must be, something must be really wrong. Um, and so I would tell my husband, like, man, I'm just getting sick. Like, right, I need to go lay down. Because I thought that I needed to use sickness as an excuse to rest. Um, I, I, I didn't feel like I had permission to take that time and space for myself and, and, and curl up and, you know, provide myself with that rest and like essentially cocoon myself if something wasn't wrong. Like if I'm not sick, I shouldn't be resting, right? Because every woman has their period. Every woman goes through this. Like, we are a woman. We can do anything men can. Doesn't matter what time of the month it is. Blah, 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 blah. 
and, you know, combining all of that guilt that we experience as women of not being able to do that, especially if your mom added a whole other layer of that, right? And so I would, I, I felt like I must be sick, but I was almost relieved to think that I might be because that meant that I actually got to rest. And how fucking sad is it that I thought that I needed to be sick in order to do that? Do you know what I mean? But even as I knew, right, what crone, what crone was and, you know, what all of these beautiful archetypes that we flow through are and everything, I would um, find myself, especially early on in this journey, flowing through Enchantress, bouldering through Enchantress and just like, wow, like just living the creative life. And the problem was, though, is that I was not quite honoring the ups and downs. And I try to not call them ups and downs or highs and lows simply for connotation's sake because our words mean something and I don't want to equate, you know, an enchantress low, right? We have these these waves. I don't want it low to mean something bad because usually low or down means something bad. And so I like to call them peaks and valleys because, right, we don't really have a negative and positive connotation with peaks and valleys. They just are. They just exist. And it's just a way to can, you know, talk about them and understand where we're at. And so I wasn't listening when my body was saying it's time to rest because my mind was so creative and I wanted to 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 bank on that. I wanted to run with that. And I was still somewhat subscribing to this, oh, I, ha- I have to get this done, almost like a, you know, a, a race, a time scarcity hustle mentality. Um, it was getting out of it, but it takes a while to rewrite that conditioning, as I'm sure a lot of you are fully aware of, no matter where you're at in that journey. And um, I remember I was just barreling through Enchantress, and then something happened. It was like I was hit by a Mack truck. Like all of a sudden, Crone came, and I it was like, it's almost like I envision a quarterback in football being like tackled from a blind spot. Like you have no idea it's coming. You're just like living your life about to do some cool shit. And then it's like, and you are on the ground. And I experienced that multiple times. And as you know, each cycle, it would, you know, I was improving and learning to listen to my body, but it still took several cycles for me to be like, oh, right, like, how do we not experience this feeling of, like, being hit by crone and being knocked to the ground by it to the point that you feel like you're sick, right? Like, man, I'm so tired. I need to go lay down. Like, the world is spinning. My mind is spinning. I feel like everything is grumbled. I can't think straight. I can't think fast. I can't comprehend what people are saying, even though I know that I I should. Like, I understand the words, but my brain isn't comprehending it. And again, that need to just go cocoon. And um, what I always tell my clients is that if you are experiencing that, that's not necessarily an issue with Crone that you have, right? It's actually an issue with enchantress. And so that actually expands beyond these two archetypes. If you are experiencing some issues with an archetype, 
usually, though not always, it's not an issue with that archetype. It's it's the one before it, right? So if you're having an issue with mother, it's usually maiden. And I'm sure our, I will explore that in a future episode. So you can look forward to that because there's a lot of really beautiful nuances to dive into there. But it's actually with enchantress. So a way that we can avoid being like experiencing being knocked to the ground with crone and feeling like we're sick and because like that's not pleasant do you know what I mean and we don't have to experience that so a way to avoid that is actually looking at enchantress like where are we not honoring enchantress fully and usually especially at the beginning of your journey it's not honoring those peaks and valleys. It is once we realize the power of Enchantress and we've, um, you know, began to not look at her as this bitchy PMS bringing time that you detest and everybody else does, right? And we actually see her beauty, which like celebrate that, right? Celebrate the fact that you are starting to celebrate Enchantress and recognize her and embrace her powers now it's time to fully honor her and honor all of her facets because she has peaks and she has valleys. And if you try to treat her like a second maiden, that's when you're going to be hit to the ground with Crone and start feeling like you're sick when that time comes because Enchantress is not a second maiden. And I, I really want you to hear me when I say that. Maiden is such the dominant and usually only or one of the only archetypes that is valued in our society currently and so most women overvalue dominant or yeah overvalue maiden and experience like an over dominant energy with maiden and we try to make mother a second maiden <laughs> and enchantress a third maiden and it's like maiden 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 crone and I like I still hear that. That is a very common theme. So if you are experiencing that, I want you to give yourself some grace because then this is not your fault by any means and you are not alone in experiencing that. Um, and, you know, this is a journey. This takes a while. So, but just hear me when I say that, like, mother is not a second crown in Enchantress or a second crown, a second maiden. Um, Enchantress is not a second maiden. She is an active archetype, just like Maiden. I call her like the saucy older sister of Maiden, but she is not Maiden. Her her physical energy is not on the rise. It's on the decline. And so Enchantress is to Maiden as the sunset is to the sunrise. They are two sides of one coin, both beautiful, both valuable, but one's going into the light and increasing in energy, and one's going to the darkness, and in decreasing in energy. And so, while this is a maiden time, it's also a yin, darker time. And she has these really gorgeous, creative, powerful peaks, and she also has these lows. Oh, see, I still catch myself doing it. She has these valleys where she needs to be taken care of. And she's saying, you know, slow down, <laughs> pause, give your brain a break, or you will experience that PMSing and that bitchiness. Trust me, because Enchantress is not going to handle your BS trying to treat her like another maiden. 
So simply put, honor these valleys of enchantress when you are cleaning your house or you are reorganizing something or you are restructuring your business or you're like creating this huge giant thing that you're doing. Whatever your inspiration is for this enchantress, whatever enchantress tells you can be improved and you are like going off on it, doing all this magical stuff and feeling amazing. When you start to feel that decline and enchantress is telling you, hey, I, I need a rest now, you rest knowing that another peak will come and also recognizing that as these peaks and valleys continue in Enchantress, they start off a little bit higher. I wish you could see me in podcasts because <laughs> I'm a very visual person, um, but they start out higher, right? You have a higher peak and then you have a valley, but that next Enchantress peak is her physical energy is going to be a little bit lower than that first peak and it's going to continue on that. So as you get closer and closer to Crone, your peaks are going to be lower physical energy and your valleys are going to be lower as you continue until it gets lower down into crone. So give yourself a lot of extra grace as you get closer to crone. And if you are feeling like I was, where you feel like you need to be sick in order to take a rest, you're going to create that in your life and in your body and continue with that. So I want you to start recognizing, if you have that belief, acknowledging it, loving yourself through it, right? Just observing it without judgment. It is what it is. And start telling yourself the truth that you are allowed to take rest. This rest is valuable. This rest is productive. You are allowed to take alone time. You are allowed to cocoon yourself. You are allowed to be old, wise, and tired okay? And you are still valuable during that time. Everything around you isn't going to crash. Your business isn't going to crash. Your kids aren't going to like light the house on fire. You know, like it's okay if your house is a mess for a little bit. It's okay if you don't get back to those messages right away. It is okay if you didn't get that podcast episode out. (laughs) Me wanting to get these out several days ago. (laughs) Honoring your crone is going to be more valuable and productive for the rest of your cycle and your life and you as a whole person than you attempting to push through it because that is just going to backfire on you. And changes in crone are going to get what they want one way or another. So find more peace in proactively giving it to her instead of making her get it out of you. And that actually brings me to my next point quite beautifully. I mentioned that someone else had asked me, like, if Crone is supposed to be the old wise woman, right? And she has all these gorgeous superpowers of being able to receive, like, divine downloads and these amazing ideas that we otherwise would never conceive, being able to dive deep spiritually and and connect with our higher powers and, you know, ground and rebirth and be rejuvenated, right? If it's supposed to be this peaceful, wise, gorgeous time that you talk about, Rach, then why the fuck am I screaming at my kids and want nothing to do with anyone and all of that jazz, like, right? Like, why do I feel angry and irritable and lash out? Well, first of all, I mean, Crone is all of those things, right? She is old. She is wise. She is the winter time. She is the new moon. She is the menstrual phase of your cycle, 
different. She is a time of rebirth, this gorgeous subconscious thinking time that is like the deepest level of thinking, like soul, soul level thinking as Miranda Gray calls it, and I love that. It's beautiful darkness. It's solitude. It is the darkest night looking up at all the beautiful stars that provides a gorgeous contrast to the sun beaming on your face in the afternoon. And without either one of them, you wouldn't appreciate the other. And in this quiet solitude time, when the old woman inside of us is loved and cared for like the jewel that she is, all this inspiration just floods in. It is crazy the things that have come to me in the last couple days simply by me slowing down and taking care of myself and being what I used to would have considered lazy because I should be able to push through this, right? I should be able to be consistent, blah, 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 blah. But because I honored this time, right? Crone is seen. She's honored. She gladly shares her wisdom with others. We give our egos like this really nice break and from all of the drive and the need to change things. And we give our bodies a very necessary time to rest because our bodies are doing some hard work during this time. Like, and if you are a complete woman or you're postpartum, you're cycling energetically, you still are experiencing this even without the physical symptoms. So I don't want you to fall into the trap that because you aren't bleeding at this time, you aren't experiencing a need to rest your body, okay? Like humans are built to take rests, even men. <laughs> but this is our built-in time to rest, so listen to that. But on the flip side of this gorgeous crone time, we have this modern world that we live in where we are raised in this patriarchal society that teaches us to, you know, stay consistent or nothing's going to happen. Like, you have to show up every single day, push through it. Like, everything that I've said throughout this entire episode of like, oh, I, every woman bleeds. You should be able to keep going. Like, women can do anything men can, which is true. 1,000 per freaking cent, okay? Like, all for that. We just do it differently. Like you don't have to operate like a man to be able to do the things that men can do. And that is the biggest misconception ever. But we're taught that it's selfish to take time for yourselves and that we need to, you know, take care of everyone else or, um, you know, if we're not feeling like the sharpest and our brains feel a little bit muddled because we are in this deep subconscious thinking time, right? Like I've discussed this before. But because we aren't sharp and on point, like then something's, something's wrong. We are not valuable. And so we continue to contribute to this like oppression of ourselves by teaching that to our children, by not modeling rest, right? By continuing to believe this conditioning, to push through that, to um, not think it's okay to rest. And... We resist slowing down. We resist the deep thinking because it feels like brain fog. We resist designing time for crony things like daydreaming and journaling and gorgeous yen movement and nature and baths and quiet time and being alone and just moving slower in general. 
And because we're not getting those things that we actually deep down desire but think that we shouldn't or something's wrong with us for thinking that we should, we act out. And we act out in anger. And believe me, I have been angry in Crone. I mean, freaking recently. <laughs> like, I think the last cycle. And even like in one of these Enchanter's Peaks, I had to really work through some anger because I, you know, in this like coronavirus time, it's harder to get alone time. And so I was experiencing some anger. I was irritable. I was lashing out. And I had to recognize that. I had to explain to my family to Greg and, and Charlie, you know, Beck, Beck's still a little bit young to understand, but like, hey, this is where I'm at. This is how I'm feeling. I apologize for being irritable and snippy. I need this. And once I get this, I will feel better. And what a beautiful model that is for our daughters. Like when you step into that, when you honor your crown self and you communicate that with her, no matter her age, right? She is going to see that And we are going to break that freaking toxic cycle that resting is lazy and unproductive. So we can avoid this anger. We can avoid getting bitter. We can avoid getting frustrated and annoyed at everyone and every single little thing around us. And we can really soak in that old wise woman inside of us. Because Crone deserves so much respect and admiration. She deserves as much as the young energetic maiden. And we see that reflected in our society. The elderly are cast aside as not as valuable. They aren't listened to. Not always, but as a trend. And the young people, like right, youth is chased after the 20s and 30s are are the peak of what everybody wants to be. And um we see that reflected all around in our culture. And we see that in our cycles too, where maiden is the only one that is valued. And so let's like screw all of this. Do you know what I mean? Like, let's go back to appreciating the wisdom and the value that our elders have to bring and start by reflecting that in your own cycle and start by when winter comes, and I know for those on the southern, southern hemisphere, that's coming sooner. But for those in the northern hemisphere, just keep in mind when Chrome comes around again in December, start to honor that on the, on the first level for yourself. Honor the new moon and honor winter. And let's, let's start giving Crone the respect and admiration that she deserves. Hmm. If you feel called... I would love to hear from you guys. Screenshot this episode. Share it. Share your favorite thing that you got from this. A download, a lesson, a phrase that stuck out. And share with me how you plan to honor and respect Crone. Alright, see you guys in the next episode.